At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is VSIN tonight with veteran handicappers Matt Humans and Wes Reynolds on VSIN, the sports betting network. All right, let's talk some college hoops on VSIN tonight, presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. And Wes, the hottest ATS team in college basketball in action tonight 22 and 3 against the spread, the Minnesota Golden Gophers. Well, call it 23-3 and three now as uh, Minnesota, which closed a two-and-a-half-point favorite at DraftKings, three at some spots, ran out Ohio State 88-79. to 79. So the Gophers get the win and the cover, and uh, I think the betting public is happy with that result. Some sharp uh, bettors might have been trying to fade that ATS streak now that Minnesota has become a public team. But not tonight because the Gophers win by nine and they cover. Didn't work. Uh, so if you've been uh, if you've been betting uh, the Gophers, uh, uh, cue the uh, cue the uh, gif uh, or gif jif whatever it's called of the uh, of the Gopher at the conclusion of uh, Caddyshack with the Kenny Loggins playing in the background. Uh, I'm all right. Nobody worry about me. And they're not worried about cashing tickets if they're uh, betting Minnesota. Minnesota 23-3 and three against the, the spread. That's astounding to have that mark at this point. And has Minnesota played its way onto the right side of the NCAA tournament bubble, or do we not go that far? Uh, I don't know if you can necessarily go that far, but yeah. they played themselves into the discussion because uh, uh, consider that uh, – now, you know, different bracketologists have different deals, but I was just looking at uh, uh, Lenardi this morning – and he had last four buys, Nebraska and Northwestern. So that's not exactly clear of, of um, you know, being last four in. Uh, you want to uh, explain what last four buys means? That means the, that means the last four teams that do not have to play uh, in the uh, in the uh, what are the uh, the opening round is what they call it. It's the play in games, you know, because you have the 16 versus 16. You have two of those matchups and then you have 11 seeds or 
versus 11 seeds. So that means these teams would be like 10 seeds, Nebraska and Northwestern. Uh, uh, Iowa right now is just outside the next four out. Iowa and Minnesota, though, are kind of playing themselves into where it's like, hey, we got to at least consider these teams. You've at least got to consider them. But right now, there's so many teams. I know we were talking uh, with our our friend Tim Roberts from Indianapolis, who's uh, out here at Circa uh, before the show. Butler, his his alma mater, they're they're a first four out. You could throw like a blanket over so many of these teams. Butler, Utah. Well, that's one of the great things about Colorado. college basketball down the stretch in the last month or last six weeks is the bubble, NCAA tournament bubble, and that's why a lot of us don't want to see that tournament expanded right uh, so far beyond sixty eight teams. But DraftKings has the props up. Will so called team make the NCAA tournament? Those props are up at DraftKings right now and. Those numbers are changing on a daily basis. I think Nebraska has played its way into the tournament. I, do I feel do. pretty good about Nebraska being in. I think the Big Ten's going to get, uh, I'd say, six teams. What do you think? Yeah, right Right now, uh, that's exactly what they would be in. Uh, I, I think, you know, maybe there's an outside chance that, 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 that they get could seven. get seven. And that seventh would be probably one of Iowa, Minnesota, Maryland going the wrong way right now, but do have a couple good wins. But they would be the only ones considered because the, the other five in the league, obviously, uh, no chance. You know, there is a decent shot for a seventh team because I think Minnesota is close to playing its way in. Now, mm-hmm. Obviously, the uh, committee is not going to take its spread record into account. Right. Committee chair is not going to get there on CBS on Selection Sunday and say, "Well, you know, Minnesota's twenty-three and three against the spread." <laughs> but, but, but maybe they, maybe they should according have to the betting market. Yeah. Maybe they should have a bookmaker on the uh, selection well, committee. Maybe the spread record should be on the resume for the teams. Yes, right. Because uh, they've performed uh, ahead of the market. That's right. You know, of uh, what they have. But uh, the problem for Minnesota right now, why you couldn't really put them in like a last four in or first four out situation yet. Because they don't really have a notable a win of note in the non-conference. The non-conference schedule was uh, relatively easy. Now, good wins in conference play. Nebraska's a good win. Northwestern's a good win. Michigan State's a good win. But Minnesota, maybe if they could split these next two on the road. They have Nebraska on Sunday, and then they have Illinois next Wednesday. You beat one of those two teams. You got Penn State and Indiana coming at home. You should beat both of those teams in the barn. Well, you also got to consider, too, some of these teams could pick up a big win in a conference tournament, and that could end up putting sure. you over the top. Sure, so. yeah, it's going to matter. <laughs> those games matter in terms of playing your way in or playing your way out. But uh, Minnesota now, three of the last five on the road. They go to Nebraska, Illinois, and Northwestern. All right, so 23-3 and three, Minnesota mark against the spread. That's incredible. How about this? And it's past 18 losses. Michigan is 0-18 against the spread. Well, tonight, Michigan catching uh, 12 and a half points at Northwestern, trailed by three at half and failed to cover in the loss 76-62. So that's an extension of another spread streak. Boo Booey, 16 points. He becomes Northwestern's all-time le- leading scorer tonight in the Purple Cats. Uh, get one that they needed because you can't afford bad losses this time of year. But Northwestern is going to be in the tournament too. 14-point win, closing DraftKings number 11 and a half. 
Yeah, I, I think I think they have by far done done enough. Uh, Northwestern uh, just been uh, uh, very solid all year and an experienced team. Uh, you know, having to do it a little bit down the stretch without Ty Berry for the rest of the season. Mm-hmm. But this is a team that's nineteen and eight. That's ten and six in the Big Ten. Uh, even if they split their last two games, that's twenty one wins and twelve wins in conference play. And they actually do have uh, one really good non conference win. They beat Dayton earlier this year that's a very good win uh and then of course uh, the win over purdue the win over michigan state a win over illinois those are quad one wins nebraska so you know they've been handling their business uh, uh northwestern by the way off for about a week uh, or a little less than a week they'll go play uh, no game for them this weekend they'll go play maryland next wednesday at maryland northwestern actually closed a 12 point favorite one by 14 so purple cats cover uh, Purdue, a 14-and-a-half-point favorite tonight against Rutgers, and Boilermakers win by 28, 96-68. This was a blowout early, and this one flies over the total, Wes, which closed 139, and I know you bet this over the total, but that's a, a bounce-back win about, for Purdue after that loss at Ohio State. About 1.43 points per possession against a team that was ranked number two in defensive efficiency. Uh, uh, Boiler shot the ball well from all areas, made 12 threes, 18 to 20 from the line. About Zach Eady, 11 of 11 from the line uh, tonight. So uh, he was the star tonight, 25, 17 for Lance Jones, 18 for Cameron Heidi off the uh, bench, uh, 13 for Raiden Smith. So this Boilermaker team, look, they have different ways to score. You know what? I'm gonna, I know what points you're going to make here, but if you watched this game tonight, and I did, Zach Eady put up the numbers, but he was not dominant no. in this game. It was all the supporting players, the guards, mm. who I thought uh, were the biggest uh, reasons that Purdue blew out Rutgers. Because Rutgers actually has size. They got yeah. Big Cliff, who may play in the NBA someday, got in foul trouble. Uh, Cliff Amore, only four points and three rebounds. They got another 6'10 kid that comes in off the bench. So, you know, this was good size. I know Mawat Mag didn't play their wing, but... Purdue, uh, look, this is how you bounce back, and this is what teams that that should be no number one seed caliber teams do is bounce back. Look, when they lost to Northwestern earlier in the year, they beat Iowa by 19 three days later. When they lost at Nebraska, they beat Penn State four days later by 17, and then they do the same tonight, losing by four at Ohio State and then winning by 28. So Purdue, I think, look looking really good to be a number one seed. They're the number one three-point shooting team in the country. Remember last year, and this is why I think it's going to be different for Purdue. Why I think I can't get – I'm not guaranteeing they're going to make the Final Four, even though I think that they can. It's draw dependent, but they're going to go further this year because last year – they really struggled to shoot the three ball the final month and a half, two months of the season. You saw it against Fairleigh Dickinson when they put the, you know, they surrounded those little mighty mites uh, that they had on that team around Zach Eady, and he would throw it out and make the pass. They couldn't hit the shots. And look, you always can have a bad night in a tournament game. So that doesn't mean because they're shooting a good percentage that that's going to continue. But they're shooting almost 41% from the three this year. I think it's going to be different for this team. And, you know, they lost to Ohio State when Ohio State was in a a motivated spot. And people are like, see, here we go with Purdue. Here we go again. I think those guys are going to be proven wrong. That was a great spot for the Buckeyes after the coaching change. And as a handicapper, you have to recognize those things. Yeah. Anyway, let's go to the NBA. Association returns after the break with 12 games tonight. And the highest profile game on the board, two of the top three teams in the West – Go at it in Oklahoma City, and OKC comes out ahead and also gets to cover 129-107. Thunder over the Clippers. OKC closed a one-and-a-half 
six-point home favorite. It's interesting. This total opened 239.5. Bet down as low as 235, and it lands on 236. Yeah, look, you you never want to overreact to a regular season game when there's 82 games, and obviously there's still a lot to play, even though we're in the second half of the season. But this, I think, was a statement game for Oklahoma City because the Clippers have been playing terrific ball. They've been the best team since December in the NBA, as we've mentioned uh, multiple times on this program. But Oklahoma City, they they want to they try to get that one seed in the West, and now they make up a game. They're just one back of the T-Wolves. So you got a young team like this, and they're so good at home, too. They're 22-6 and six at home. So, you know, the young teams, I think, are the teams that really, really feel they got to get that number one seed, Minnesota and Oklahoma City. And look, if you're going to make a run in the playoffs, that right now that would be the two and the three. So assuming that the bracket would hold form and all the chalk would win in the first round of the Western Conference, this would be a Western Conference semifinals right now. And uh, Oklahoma City, I think, proved to themselves, hey, we can beat these guys. You know, we're not we're not just going to give it to them because they've got – you know, Paul George and Kawhi and, and James Harden all on the same team. We can compete and we can beat these guys, and they proved it tonight. Also tonight, the Knicks win at Philly. Knicks were one, one-and-a-half-point road dogs. They win 110-96. to 96. Do you think the Knicks can make a run here? If they get healthy, because I think they've got more depth now, at least uh, getting Bogdanovich, getting Burks off the bench. Uh, uh, Precious Achua has been getting more minutes. He was part of that Ananobi deal. So right. now all of a sudden the Knicks have got some depth and Tom Thibodeau doesn't have to like kill his starters 40 minutes. More NBA, more college hoops, golf betting when we come back on BSEN tonight. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is VSIN tonight with Matt Humans and Wes Reynolds on VSIN, the sports betting network. All right, if you're looking for a betting edge on college basketball, follow the Circuit College Hoops Challenge on Friday night, and hopefully, we have a lot more winners this weekend than we did in week three of the contest. 
The VSIM experts who got you covered. Become a VSIM Pro subscriber today. Get our daily best bet emails, 24 7 video access, the upcoming College Hoops betting guide, and bracket breakdowns. Full access to vsim.com. Exclusive betting splits. Updated with DraftKings odds every five minutes. Visit slash pro to subscribe. slash pro. Circa College Hoops Challenge Week Four on Friday night. Co leader David Deneen from Reno, former three point specialist at uh, Cal Poly, is going to be on the show. Also, going to have Will Hill as my co host. Wes, as you continue to do the Sunday night shows, we're hoping to get you on the phone. Uh, we're going to offer you a box of Tums as an enticement to try to get you to do a guest spot Friday night okay. on the Tums hotline. <laughs> and, the Tums uh, hotline. Yes. <laughs> And also Tim Murray of VSIN is going to be on the show as well. That's Friday night, week four of the Circuit College Thanks. Hoops Challenge. And hopefully it goes better than week three for most I of us. I should have followed Deneen on his play tonight. Uh, I, I looked at it and then uh, begged off at the last minute. I think it was Cal Poly and uh, Cal State Fullerton under. under. Easy under, 68 to 50. Cal Poly, by the way, still winless in the Big West. But he said these two coaches know each other well. I think the first meeting between these two teams, and uh, when I was looking at it, I think it was like 54 to 51 or something like that in the first meeting between these two teams. And tonight, 68-50, Fullerton gets the win and the cover, and it goes easily uh, under the total. So uh, uh, David Deneen, look, he specializes uh, in that conference and, and in these West Coast conferences. Most of his plays, pretty much all of them have been there. He but loves that's a big been West, working out. West Coast Conference, Mountain yeah. West. And, uh, hey, it's just like a hot shooter. Feed the ball to the hot shooter. Follow the hot handicapper. Wes, you've been pretty hot lately. Dave Deneen is uh, very hot right now in college hoops, and he had a winner tonight in that Cal Poly game under. All right, let's get to golf betting. And uh, I don't know many many handicappers really that hot in golf right now, but you had a couple of them on the Long Shots podcast this week. You touted Eric Van Royen, and he is the leader after one round at eight under in the Mexico Open. I'm not crazy about the way the first round went today. Most of the guys that I bet had mediocre or unremarkable rounds. How about you? Yeah, I'm, I'm the same way. Uh, you know, uh, Ari got two under the belt this year with Clark at Pebble Beach and then uh, Neiman on the uh, live event uh, there in uh, Mayakoba. But, yeah, my cohorts, uh, Kelly Bidlin and uh, Matt Brown, I believe, are aboard uh, Eric Von Royen this week, and he is your first-round leader, eight under par. Uh, I think Matt might also have the uh, man from Finland, Sammy Valamaki, who is currently in second place uh, after uh, round number one. Uh, Von Royen, by the way, now four to one. Your favorite, Valamaki, eleven to one. Uh, uh, good round for uh, Chorborn Olison, uh, who I played a lot last year in the DP World Tour and got rewarded. Uh, I believe he is at five under par. So, uh, uh, you know. None of my guys really close, Matt. But look, second round, you're not out of it necessarily. One of your guys could shoot seven, eight under and be two, three off the pace going into the weekend, and then, and then you're feeling okay. But yeah, not great starts uh, uh, for my guys. This was a little bit of a crapshoot tournament this week, and uh, uh, and and, uh, and I did not come up uh, uh, with guys that really performed in the first round. Mm-hmm. By the way, Von Royen. Uh, I believe was uh, number one in the field, or number two in the field, rather, on strokes gained approach. His fellow South African.
American, MJ Duffy, uh, who is six under, who got in as an alternate this week. Uh, he is uh, uh, currently T3. He was the best on approach today. And uh, Valamaki really uh, made it with this putter, as did Lanto Griffin and Chan Kim, who were in there at uh, at 500 par. So uh, just looking through uh, some of the some of the notables now. I will say this: last yeah. night you mentioned Cameron Champ. That's a guy who could play well here, and I had him on my sheet, and I didn't bet him. And guess what? Cameron Champ went five under yeah, today. He's tied I did for not, seventh. I did not play an outright on Cameron Champ, but I meant I mentioned him when we were uh, talking placement markets. Did you bet so. him top 20. Uh, I am trying to remember. I'm, I might have went top thirty. Uh, I'm trying. I'm trying to remember right offhand because I had I had plenty of these. Uh, so Cameron Champ was one that I did bet uh, certainly in uh, in uh, placement markets. I think I think it was. Uh, yeah, it was top thirty at plus one forty. Gotcha. So uh, you know, got a few placement market guys in decent shape after day one, but 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 no real outrights here. Uh, I think you actually have one outright that's in decent shape, don't you? Have Patrick Rogers. That's Jeff Sherman of the West Coast. Oh, Superbook. okay, okay, okay. He, yeah, he was in at five under. Uh, Patrick uh, Rogers. Every time I bet him, he plays like Charlie Woods did today in that pro am qualifier. And 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 uh, by the way, he was getting like heckled on the course. Today. Like, come on, he's a kid. But yeah, he's I don't, 15 years old. But, but he's the son of a 15-time yes, major winner, yes. so there's going to be a lot of attention. And, hey, let's face it, he's kind of a cocky kid. He is, uh, but but still, you know, look, I don't think he should be being put in this situation anyway where, you know, man, he's trying to qualify for I get it. You shouldn't be criticizing a 15-year-old kid, but yeah. when you're in the spotlight, that stuff's going to happen. Yeah. But huh? some of these people are drunk losers and, and oh, you yeah, know, shouldn't be, you know, the, the standard for behavior in society has gradually also, dropped Well, lately. she also have to consider, and I, I think a lot of people who are too sensitive about this don't realize, Charlie Woods is not sitting around reading Twitter tonight of all the idiots on there who are criticizing his I, I, I would hope he's not. He's not paying attention to that. No. So he's not hearing all that nonsense no. on social media. I would hope he's guarded. Uh, but but back to the Mexico Open. Uh, Nikolai Hoygaard, who is the second choice on the board, uh, uh, he gets in at three under par. That's T22. Tony Finau, uh, two under par, uh, currently uh, T29. Tony Finau was the about the eight to one favorite, uh, plus 850. Now he's... Uh, adjusted odds of DraftKings, 16 to 1. He was bad off the tee today. Uh, took a double, I believe, on eight, but made four birdies. So you don't take that double. You got a four under par round and looking pretty good. Emiliano Grillo was another guy that was short on the board. He was in at two under. So, yeah, just just looking just looking down this board. One that got its real disappointment, who actually has played well at a couple events already this year, Thomas Dietrich, seven over par. Yeah. Dead last. Mackenzie Hughes, who was kind of in the mix and in some of the main groups on uh, Saturday at Riviera, six over par. Uh, so yeah, a couple, a couple surprising, uh, uh, disappointing rounds from uh, from those two guys. But I always like to look in the first round of a golf tournament. Who were the guys who shot themselves out of it in the first round, mm-hmm. right? And you say, "Wow, I'm glad I passed on that guy. I'm glad I passed on that guy." So Mackenzie Hughes is one of those guys. He was playing well last week. At Riviera, and he faded over the weekend, but he, like you said, he was six over today. Yeah. And Dietrich, who's been hot on the West Coast swing, seven over yeah. par. 
a lot you know. of people like Taylor Pendriff as well. He was at he's at two over uh, uh, T ninety eight. Uh, uh, Charlie Hoffman, who was a runner up in Phoenix two weeks ago, lost in that playoff uh, to uh, Nick Taylor plus one on his round. That is uh, that is T eighty eight. I have uh, uh, Keith Mitchell, who was a horror show on the greens today. He shoots even par, T65. Johnny Vegas, T65, uh, all at even par. So a lot of players. Brandon Wu, who has been terrific here the last two years, top three finishes both years. He is in at even par, as is Ryan Fox, Robert McIntyre. So still a lot of golf to be, to be played here, of course. Anybody but, who's at even par or better yeah. is still right there. I mean, Maverick McNeely was one under today. I was not yeah. real happy about that. I, was, I, mean, I wasn't so. either. Uh, Davis Thompson uh, at one under two, he, he, he gave some strokes away, just uh, couldn't keep his card clean uh, with, uh, without, without some bogeys. But... I think, uh, you know, looking into to this uh, weekend, 20 under or somewhere close to 20 under is probably going to be the winning score here. So, you know, sometimes you see where the guys don't run away after day one, where they, uh, you know, shoot eight under and then the next day they're struggling to get it in at even par. So there's plenty of time. This is a pretty open course, especially off the tee. You know, easy to easy to hit the fairways. You can't really get in trouble in the rough. But you do want to be pinpoint on your approaches uh, uh, today, and that's what's helped Van Roy. And he was because this paspalum is kind of like sticky. Like when it get when it when it lands on the green, it just stays put. Doesn't necessarily keep that roll, 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 roll like the more speedy Bermuda or something like that. You realize uh, one month from today is going to be the first big Thursday of the NCAA tournament. Wow! Yeah, I, I believe is that the, is that the same weekend? I'll ha- I have to go through the golf schedule. We're going to be having the Players Championship mm-hmm. coming up in March. Uh, Florida Swing, by the way, starts next week uh, down there in uh, PGA National at Palm Beach. Actually, a pretty darn good field. And then I believe the API in Orlando is the next one. I believe the Players is that third week in March. For those who don't know. We weren't cool like Wes and don't know who what API stands for. Palmer, Arnold Invitational Palmer Invitational at Bay Hill. Okay, the API, as yes. the cool guys call it. Uh, we're going to talk about the Masters. That is, uh, man, how many, what are we, seven weeks away from yes. the Masters? Yes. I've got two Masters bets in pocket. Do you have any? I do not, actually. Okay, I think we're going to have three by the end of the weekend. We'll talk about the Masters a little bit on uh, next week's show. Coming up next, since we couldn't get Dave Tooley tonight, we went to the next best NBA handicapper, Doug Kazarian of OnlyPlayers.com, is going to join the show, and uh, we'll talk all things association with uh, Doug. Come back here in a couple minutes on the Sports Betting Network. This is VSIN tonight with Matt Humans and Wes Reynolds on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. you've not done it already check out jvt's evaluation of the western conference at the all-star break on vsend.com jonathan von tobel's got a column up there right now and he's also got daily plays i believe every day through the end of the season jvt's going to have a column up with uh, plays and analysis on all the games check it out on vsend.com today if you go to onlyplayers.com you will see doug kazarian's face and also a story that says tail or bail 22-3 and three ATS, the Minnesota Golden Gophers. Doug Kazarian of Only Players joins us now. And, Doug, did you tail or bail on Minnesota, which is now 23-3 and three ATS after the Gophers covered against Ohio State tonight? 
I tailed, but for not for enough. It was only a one unit play for me, but you know, sad, 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 sad that I would just, and it was a revenge spot too. That's the other thing. They lost in Columbus by 10 earlier in the year. And that's what was so frustrating is, you know, it was a great spot to, you know, a motivated gopher team against a team that was such a coming off such a high of beating Purdue. And, you know, you had your chance to, um, you know, really kind of like take advantage of a good team against a not so great team on a total flat spot. And it didn't, didn't come through. Doug Kazarian with us, former ESPN sports betting analyst, uh, onlyplayers.com. The NBA is back after the break, 12 games tonight. Golden State Warriors closed out the Lakers 128 to 110. Warriors were six and a half point favorites uh, tonight against the Lakers team without LeBron James. Doug, how did you approach the first night back with 12 games on the board? Fairly cautiously, I actually ended up doing some props. Uh, you just don't know. With, and, and the week off is a little, a little uh, is relatively new, right? As opposed, it's a newer schedule as opposed to like you know four or five days off. So it's just you just don't know what, who's going to be sort of lethargic, who took advantage of the break. I know a lot of teams practiced this week as well, so maybe that benefits a team like the Bucks. You just don't know. Um, but it did not, you know, we'll see about tomorrow, but I don't, I don't think it will. I think they got a lot of problems that you know, can need to be resolved by more than a practice, but it's, uh, you know, this Utah team is certainly interesting. I wish I fired pretty hard on the jazz. There's sorry, not, not the jazz, the Hornets at the jazz. There's value on this Hornets team right now. And I'm disappointed. I didn't really seize the opportunity coming out of the break. That's one thing I had kicked myself for. Yeah. Hornets, uh, 115 to 107 final, uh, no doubt or covered, uh, nine and a half, 10 point underdogs. Uh, uh, Brandon Miller kind of seemingly coming into his own, just had 16 and I miles bridges with 26 grant Williams with uh, 24. He was part of that trade with, uh, Dallas. But, uh, Doug wanted to ask you about a game. Matt and I were talking about earlier in the program, and that was the uh, Oklahoma city Thunder, a no doubter over the Clippers. Clippers tonight. I have a healthy Clippers team, uh, 129 to 107. Look, I know it's an 82 game season and you never want to react too much to one regular season game, but do you think that this was a statement for the Oklahoma City Thunder, though, tonight? Well, they're definitely committed to the kind of try, chasing that one seed, and I'm as shocked as anyone with that with that result. I, I, I like the Thunder team a lot, but I thought the Clippers at full strength, I was stunned that they got smacked by so much and that kind of what I was talking about the break you just don't know what was happening in the break with a lot of these guys did they go out of town did they vacation even vacation like you just don't know what because the game is such a or the season is such so long and seating doesn't really matter to most teams but I think for OKC and Minnesota it really does there are always teams that take the regular season a little too seriously we've seen the Grizzlies do that the last few years so right now, I think it's the 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 T Wolves and the Thunder that are really vying for it, and it's maybe coming out in the wash. I I like the Thunder minus two without Kawhi. I'm just surprised this is the result we got with Kawhi playing. We got a lot of teams playing back to backs, Doug, uh, playing in action Thursday night and also Friday night, and one of those is the Phoenix Suns, who lost tonight, and uh, the Suns are going to be on the road against the Houston Rockets on uh, Friday night and talk about a team that's been really good at home and uh, awful on the road. And that's the, uh, the Rockets who are uh, 19 and nine at home and five and 22 on the road, but the sun's open three and a half point favorites. There any of these teams playing back to back that you're looking to um, follow or fade on Friday night? 
Yeah, I think I think you got to bet on the Suns. They they sort of punted early, knowing that they had a back to back, and they went small in this game. As Dallas really, um, you know, got big by the deadline with some reserves, and they have some, so much more size now, guys like Gafford and things like that. So, I think Phoenix takes care of business in Houston. I know there's no Bradley Beal, but I think the Suns are pretty good. You can rely on them off a loss. Whereas this this Houston team is real shaky right now. Now they've gotten a little healthier. You know they did not have Van Vliet before the All Star break, but he's back. But I think the shines come off this this Rockets team. I, I know what you mean with their home home road splits, but a lot of the damage was done before the all you know early in the season. I, I don't think this team's very good. I mean they start Dylan Brooks and they're shaky. I think this Phoenix team will respond off a loss, considering both played tonight. You know it wasn't just them. You know Houston sitting at home waiting for a back to back of Phoenix. I think the Suns would get back on the track. Three and a half feels like a short number. Doug, uh, you did mention the Hornets, who we talked about, got the outright win in Utah tonight. They're also on a back-to-back against another team that just include, concluded their game. That, by the way, that being the Golden State Warriors. They win and cover easily over the uh, Los Angeles Lakers. The LeBron-less Lakers tonight, 128-110. to not a lot of minutes uh, uh, played uh, necessarily for the starters. Steph did go, I believe, about 32, and that matches point total tonight. But uh, Warriors laying 13 and a half to the Hornets. Uh, do you think that this number is too high? Way too high. Right now, the market is completely skewed on the Hornets because they're using data from the entire season. But this team is completely different than it was, I don't know, two weeks ago, right? Uh, for the most part, guys like Cody Martin and Miles My- Bridges were missing a lot of time. They're back. Brandon Miller has emerged, sort of getting his his opportunity and his usage. And then they added a bunch of guys right before the trade deadline, like Grant Williams, Seth Curry, man. So you and Bertans off the bench. So like they're a completely different team, like completely different. Like this line should be like eight, you know, something ridiculous like that. Like tonight's game in Utah should have been like five. It, it's just insane. Like in the odds, this is like the first week of the regular season for odds makers with this version of the Hornets team. That's how lost they are because they're so committed and pot committed to their, to their data from earlier in the season, but it's a completely different team. And there's a lot to like right now with this Hornets squad. So that's a play for you overnight. Charlotte plus 13 and a half right now at DraftKings. Yeah. I mean, it's just yeah. the problem is this war team is just feast or famine and that you just don't know what you're getting. But if you look around like clay was Oh, for eight or whatever to start. And then they just got, he got a little fire and then the team fed on him and the Lakers like this team can, if they play well and don't turn the ball over, like tonight, the Warriors only had one second half turnover. If they do that and don't play stupid, even their role players around Steph can play well. If they're just not, playing into the hands of the opponent so mm-hmm. any game can get away, any game can get away from you but for the most part yeah i mean you have to take the points charlotte was a nine and a half point dog at utah tonight won that game 115 to 107 doug a couple of uh, high profile matchups on friday cleveland at philadelphia Cavs, three and a half point road favorites and milwaukee at minnesota and t wolves five point home favorites anything interests you in those two games so i'm going to play cleveland i just think this philly team is a mess although they had a nice sort of comeback tonight. They were down huge 20 plus against the Knicks, cut it to something, you know, around 10, give them credit for that, I guess, but it's Tyrese Maxey and a bunch of guys you don't want. I mean, Ubre's okay. Tobias Harris is okay. Things like that, but they're real shaky right now. I, I don't, they're a, they're a favorite right now to end up in the plan. 
but just gives you sort of perspective of what's expected from them in the second half of the regular season. So I'm on Cleveland, especially both teams off a loss. The Cavs got smacked at home tonight by Orlando, so I like them off a loss. And uh, they're a solid team. The second unit's good. Like, I think they're going to bounce back just fine. The only issue is Nick Nurse is a good coach. He's going to make lemonade out of lemons. So we can't, they're not an automatic fade, but I think this is a good spot. Cleveland, just too much talent. And I do like the, the, the T-Wolves a little bit, minus the four and a half. There's some fives popping up right now. The, the, the Bucks have a lot of issues, defensively mainly. And I think the T-Wolves take it to them, and I think they'll be right. But, you know, at some point that spread's going to get too high. Like if it got to six, I can't lay it. But I think four and a half is a buy for me with the, with the T-Wolves. Doug, uh, got about 30 seconds left. Uh, when you're betting overnight NBA, or, I mean, are you able to be anticipatory in terms of injuries? Because, look, we were just talking about Cleveland and Philly. Donovan Mitchell a no-go tonight. Uh, right. So, like like Denver laying nine and a half at Portland. Jokic gets the triple-double. Could maybe sit on a back-to-back tomorrow at Portland. So, you, are you able to make those anticipatory bets overnight? You have to be very careful and just hope it comes out in the wash. The times you get ahead of the curve and the time you don't. Like I was on a player prop and then of course, you know, Kuzma played tonight. So it happens. But but hopefully some things break your way and then you can always get out of wagers for the most part in, in game. But I, I typically like to take positions. I don't think Yelke All right, that's Doug yep. Kazarian, onlyplayers.com, at Doug Kazarian on Twitter. Great spot there on the NBA. We'll come back with more college basketball and NBA betting. Stay tuned here to VSIN tonight, presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, Oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is VSIN Tonight with Matt Humans and Wes Reynolds on VSIN, the sports betting network. Right now at DraftKings Sportsbook, new players can deposit $5 and get a no sweat bet up to 1000 in bonus bets if your first bet loses. Download the app and use promo code VSIN when you sign up. 
DraftKings, an official sports betting partner of the NBA, and the promo code is VSIN. Very good NBA handicapping spot there with Doug Kazarian, and uh, you asked him about being anticipatory about the overnight numbers in the NBA. Tonight, San Antonio Spurs were 10.5-point dogs at Sacramento, and the Kings got the win, but not to cover, 127 to 122. And Wes, the Spurs are going to be in L.A. on Friday night. We have a DraftKings opening number up here, and we have a report that LeBron is going to be playing for the Lakers. Yeah, Darvin Ham in the uh, in the post game tonight said uh, uh, that they anticipate. Uh, uh, in all likelihood is what the quote was that LeBron would be back. Uh, by the way, Lakers lose tonight up in uh, Golden State, 128 to 110. So now that season series is uh, one apiece. They have two more meetings uh, the rest of the regular season. But Spurs do get the cover in Sacramento. Sacramento got the win here uh, or late on Thursday night, 127 to 122. So, uh, you know, We'll see. Uh, I, I'm, I'm assuming that Ham is telling the truth and that LeBron is is going to go ahead and go. Uh, Victor Wembanyama in uh, defeat, 19 points, 13 rebounds, did go 31 minutes. So it seems like his minutes restriction, it's ridiculous. I mean, he's a rookie, but his minutes restriction that Popovich was putting on him mm-hmm. seemingly getting to be a little bit less and less uh, as you go. Doesn't have a lot of, you know, a great talent necessarily around him. But, look, people want to see him play. And, uh, you know, Popovich just let him do that. And uh, uh, he will be playing uh, in Los Angeles uh, tomorrow against the uh, Lakers. Uh, looking at numbers, just a couple overnights uh, uh, as we uh, we do this program. Uh, minus eight and a half, I think, at BetMGM. Minus nine at DraftKings. But... Obviously, not a lot of numbers it out because uh, LeBron, not officially confirmed, but pretty much he's going to play. That was a good pro tip you had. Uh, you and Doug talking about overnight numbers in the NBA. If you missed the first part of the show tonight, Wes had another pro tip. If you have a cold or sore throat, take Tums. I thought he said his stomach was bothering him. Let it go. <laughs> anyway. If you've been betting Fort Atlantic and uh, laying numbers, you need some Tums. You've had an upset stomach, but not tonight because the Owls laid six and a half to SMU, and Fort Atlantic gets to win on the cover 80 to 70. Did you see the dunk by Elijah Martin in this yes. game? Yes. Wow, uh, this is one of the top 10 dunks of the college basketball season. Yeah, and, uh, wow. um, you know, uh, okay night for me this was one of my winners uh did uh, lay it with fau had to, had to worry about it though down the stretch uh this got a little tight but they were clearly the better team and i think they were motivated off losing to south florida mm-hmm. w- once you start to hear a lot of the chatter because i'm even hearing it you know being uh, you know iu basketball and talking about their coaching issues obviously dusty may a lot of people clamoring for him the former student manager man from green county uh, uh in southern indiana but then i had people say are you, are you really sure about dusty may and look i've never said i think he's the guy but but i think he's a, a pretty uh, you, darn you would love that i think may. he's a pretty darn good young <clears throat> coach and and when you look at at, at at this team it's like oh well they've lost games in the conference well i'm like well people are motivated to play yeah. a team that made the final four you got a target on your back after you go yeah, to the final absolutely. four especially in a conference like that like, and, and the fact that you're the new kid in this conference too in the american uh, because remember florida atlantic was in conference usa last year so it's like you don't think that like 
UAB and South Florida and SMU and, you know, Wichita State and all these other teams aren't motivated to play. Of course they are. And this team now 21 and six. Now, the Arizona win is the gift that keeps on giving for Florida Atlantic because that win they got out here in Vegas just a couple days before Christmas. That's probably barring disaster. As long as they beat the teams they're supposed to beat and don't really have any bad losses, they're probably going to get an at-large bid, even if they don't win that American Conference tournament. I'm very confident Florida Atlantic is going to be in the I, I think so, too. You have that Arizona win on your resume. Uh, plus, all the Florida Atlantic numbers are, are good enough for and, that team And they've to be got the three tournament. teams that are kind of bubble teams, but they're still quality wins. they got to win over Butler. they got to win over Texas A&M. they got to win over uh, Virginia Tech. They won that... Uh, that uh, tournament at, at ESPN Wide World of Sports down in Orlando. I forget uh, what it's called, but they won that tournament over Thanksgiving. So they've got some other good wins. Uh, the St. Bonaventure wins okay. The win over North Texas, the win over SMU. SMU is like top 40 in the Ken Palm uh, right now. So FAU, by the way, they'll close their season. They go to Memphis on uh, on Sunday, then Tulane at home, then at North Texas, and then another game with Memphis at home. So FAU now 21-6 and six at the American Athletic Conference. They're currently second, though, in the league because, of course, South Florida 13-1 and one in that conference, 20-5. and five. Uh, Really good story for Amir Abdurrahim. I know Bruce Marshall sung his praises uh, last night on this program, guy who came in first year out of Kennesaw State. 12-game uh, winning streak for USF, second longest in America. They don't really have a signature win in the non-conference. Now, they did beat Florida State, but Florida State's not going to be an NCAA tournament team, and that's really the problem. Florida Atlantic is their win, but so I don't think USF is, like, right there being considered, despite the fact they've won 12 in a row and are 20-5. and five. That's still a team that's probably going to have to win out and then uh, win the uh, uh, American tournament or at least get to the finals. You can't underestimate how important that Arizona win is on that Florida Atlantic resume. It's their saving grace right now. It's their saving grace. over the top, no doubt about it. Because they do have a bad – they do have two bad losses in the non-conference. I mean, every team's got bad losses. They lost to Bryan at home. They lost at Florida Gulf Coast. They one team that doesn't have a bad loss. Exactly. Connecticut lost by 15 at Seton Hall. Yeah. By twenty, you know, by twenty. But I'm not talking margin time. necessarily. I'm talking, you know, teams. Bryant's like one seventy one in the Ken Bomb. I know that was a really bad yeah. loss. A lot of people were like, "What the hell was that?" Because they were like twenty five point I mean, favorites in that game. I saw the score and I couldn't believe it myself. Uh, Gonzaga's got a tournament, or excuse me, a target on its back in the uh, West Coast Conference. Zags might have to win the conference tournament to get in. I think they're going to be end up being on the right side of the bubble. Right now, they are sitting right there. On the, on the fence. Tonight, how about this? Gonzaga opened a 21.5 point favorite. Number closed 22, 22 and a half. And the Zags won by 21, 86 65 at Portland. This was one I actually I did not play. I looked at for the second half. I was uh, considering taking Portland uh, for the second half against Gonzaga. I think Gonzaga was up by like 13 at the half and then they were laying nine and a half or ten Portland actually covers the second half number but Gonzaga gets an easy win over very much a, a struggling Portland team uh, uh, they're not quite as bad as Pacific but they're down there but Gonzaga right now I believe I was looking uh, at some bracketology last four in I've seen last four in and Gonzaga. I've also seen first four out but I think the Zags are going to be in I, I think so too the Gonzaga by the way they conclude their schedule they do have Santa Clara mm-hmm. uh, at home on Saturday then they go uh, they play San Francisco but not 
on the hilltop. They play at the Chase Center at Golden State's building. Uh, uh, they're going to play, I believe, uh, one week from tonight. And then they go down to Moraga, McKeon Pavilion to play St. Mary's. So, Good chance you're going to have two more games with St. Mary's. Yeah. Maybe one in the tournament, too. Yeah, look, and, and, and I don't think if they lose that game, they're necessarily out. That San Francisco win, will, if they can get it, will be a good win. Uh, San Francisco, by the way, uh, uh, they had just played St. Mary's uh, two nights ago, did cover that number, 70-66, to 66, but the, uh, the Gales do get the win. The Gales, by the way, nation's longest active win streak at 14 in a row. Now, they're going to be interesting uh, if, if they don't uh, uh, win the WCC tournament at the Orleans Arena out here in Las Vegas because they started out terrible. Oh, they were 3 and 5, but if you look, St. Mary's is going to be in. They've got really good non-conference wins. They beat New Mexico. This is when they were struggling too. New Mexico did not have Jalen House in that game, but it doesn't matter. And they won at Colorado State, so they've got some good non-conference wins and then obviously uh the sweep of San Francisco and the win over Gonzaga. St. Mary's I think St. Right Mary's now is on number the right 22 side. in the Ken Palm I think I, I think they're on the right St. side Mary's right now. Get in. I think the WCC is probably going to get two teams again. Quick mention of the uh, Pac-12, Washington, a two-and-a-half-point favorite at Arizona State. Huskies win by two in overtime, 84-82. And also Oregon, a one-and-a-half-point dog at Stanford. Ducks take down the Cardinals 78-65, to another disappointing loss for Stanford. Cal comes back from a deficit. They beat Oregon State 81-73. to So uh, not uh, check your the numbers. Nine, uh, yeah, not yeah, cover. yeah, so uh, check and see if you might have got an early number. But Cal does come back and beat the, uh, the struggling Beavs. And we've got a thriller tonight in the uh, Pac-12 between Washington State and Arizona and a thrilling finish. We're going to tell you about that game in the final hour as we also break down the Friday night card in college hoops and look ahead to Saturday in college basketball. And hopefully we have more winners this week in the Circa College Hoops Challenge. So we'll, we'll definitely take a look ahead at the Saturday card in, our, in the final hour of the show tonight. VSEN tonight, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.